Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Remember, get the podcast. It's at thepetecalendarshow.com. Um, and uh, that's the email as well, by the way, Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. But you can also get it on every major podcasting and minor podcasting platform. You can also listen at wbt.com. Uh, the phone number is here, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. All right, so Will Chamberlain, who I believe he played basketball in the 70s. No, I'm kidding. That It's Will Chamberlain. He is a lawyer, and I thought he was a writer. But anyway, uh, on Twitter, he says, I think the single biggest misconception that Trump supporters have about the man is that he will be an effective warrior against the deep state. When, in fact, he got rolled by the bureaucrats for four years. He says, yes, it was horribly unfair, illegal at times. I spent much of my time defending the man from Russiagate, Ukraine Gate, and all the rest. But the fact remains, Trump has serious weaknesses with communication discipline and attention to detail, which hurt him badly in the fight against the deep state. You don't need a deal maker to beat the deep state. You need a really, really good lawyer. What do you think about that? Is that fair? I think that's a fair criticism. Is Ron DeSantis the guy that can best do that? I don't know. He seems like he seems like he kind of made some inroads in Florida. Now, Donald Trump doesn't agree with that. Donald Trump thinks that Ron DeSantis was not a good governor. Wasn't as good as other Republican governors. I don't know. He he issued a uh he just put uh, posted a video. Donald Trump did. And uh, here it is. Play you the audio. When the Ron DeSanctimonious facts come out, you will see that he's better than most Democrat governors, but very average. At OK, hang on a second. I just want to go on the record here. This uh, this uh, Ron DeSanctimonious thing like that's uh, that's not his best work. This is not Trump's best work. And I'm starting to wonder if, you know, maybe maybe slipping a little bit here with the names, with the name calling. Because, like, I, you know, I remember the original Crooked Hillary and all of that. And then, then I saw the other day that he said he was going to retire the Crooked Hillary so he could use it for Crooked Biden. It's like, so now you're just rehashing this? I mean, this is like the remake of Scooby-Doo or something. Come on. No, you don't get, you don't know, you don't do that. That was the classic. You don't. You don't remake the classic like that and apply it to the next opponent. That's what are you are your writer's strike going on or something? What's happening? So I wasn't a big fan of the I'm not a big fan of the of the of the name. I thought for sure there'd be another one. Now I did think they had a really good response. There were two I thought funny responses last night to the the problems with the Twitter announcement uh, uh, that DeSantis was doing. One was I, I think it was it may have been Trump Jr. who put it out that said uh, disaster D E capital S A S T E R disaster. I thought that was funny. 
Uh, and then the Biden camp, they put out another one that said, hey, here's a link that actually works. And it was a link to donate to their campaign. I've, you know, touche. Good job. I, you know, seize the moment, all that. Fantastic. So now you got the Trump war room that just like within the last hour or so, they put out a video statement, which seems kind of weird. Why wouldn't you have had something ready to go? But he didn't. And even this video is just sort of a, a promotion of something that's yet to come. So again, I'll re-rack it here. Take a listen. When the Ron DeSanctimonious facts come out, you will see that he's better than most Democrat governors, but very average at best compared to Republican governors who have done a fantastic job. How about the fact that he had the third most deaths of any state having to do with the China virus or COVID? Even Cuomo did better. He was number four. He shut down everything, including the beaches, Other Republican governors didn't do that. They kept it open. It was their choice. I gave them all their choice. The Democrats blew it big. A lot of Republican governors did a fantastic job. And look at Disney and what a mess it is. Could have worked out an easy settlement, but no, he wanted to show the fake news how tough a guy he is. He's not. And the whole Disney thing is really very unfortunate. Now thousands and thousands of jobs are being stopped. And a lot of people are very upset about it. Thank what? you. Wait, what? That's it? That's how you ended the... Okay. Um, all right, so Trump is in the Disney camp, I guess. Uh, wow. Didn't have that one on the scorecard, right? Didn't, didn't, didn't expect to hear that one, that Trump would be, you know, pro-Disney on this. But then again, they were pro-Bud Light. They were telling everybody back off on the Bud Light stuff with the Dylan Mulvaney and the, and yeah, it's, things are not going well for Bud Light, nor for Miller Light, nor for Target either. Um, Target, I, th- I saw like they've lost like nine billion dollars in market share or something like that. It's yeah, pretty amazing. Um, so on on the most deaths, um, do you want to take a guess as to why that might be the case? Why there would be more deaths in Florida due to the the Wuhan flu, the China virus, why why that might be the case. Do we know something about the demographic profile of people most most likely to die from COVID? You remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, uh, it's the kids in all the K-12 elementary schools. That's the, right. That's why they had to close them all down. No, it was old people. What do we know about Florida? A lot of old people. DeSantis got trashed for opening his state up. Initially, they followed the recommendations of the CDC, Fauci and Burks, who, if I recall correctly, when they did their press conferences almost every single day, they were standing next to a president when they did it. Who was that president? Who was it? Hmm. It'll come to me. I forget. It's been so long. It has, it's been a long time, a lifetime ago. So um, DeSantis was the one that brought in Dr. Jay Bhattachari and uh, Charia rather, and um, uh, uh, Kulldorff, right? And brought these, the Great Barrington Declaration people, brought them in and they were like, stop locking down. And he's the one that lifted all the lockdowns. And then the tech companies, they, they banned the videos, took it off YouTube, Right. Yeah, the governors had the ability to to change course and to 
go a different direction. And when DeSantis did, he got trashed for it. And I believe Donald Trump trashed states with Republican governors, I believe, like Georgia, didn't he? I think, Monica, you're exactly right. Rehashing COVID is not what the public wants. And I don't think that's a very wise move for Trump either because he was president when it happened. So I don't know why you would want to draw attention to that, and especially with the whole, I mean, how does the vaccine play with with his base? I am curious about that. I am very curious about that. Are there a lot of people that are willing to forgive Trump for the, uh, what's it called, the clot shot, right? Isn't that the the preferred language? Are there Seriously, Operation Warp Speed. He gets booed when he mentions that on stage at his rallies. He gets booed for that. So I just am curious. Are people going to hold him accountable for that if they're, you know, anti-COVID vaccine and anti-mandates and all of that? But do you... Do you say, oh, well, it's okay, water under the bridge on that whole thing because Trump is is worth it. it you know, it's more important to get him reelected than uh, to hold him responsible for Operation Warp Speed and, you know, the lockdowns and the spread of COVID and everything else. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm just, I, I throw these questions out and I'm, I'm curious what people think. Uh, Jeff says on uh, Twitter, he says, as far as Trump goes, if he was reelected, how can he run the country when no one would give him support while in office? Fair question, Jeff. Here is Jimmy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? Hey, Pete. Uh, you know, this time around, you know, Trump's got, you know, he's got some major weaknesses. You know, this is his third go. And, you know, we, you know, the Disney thing, you know, he's defending Disney. Nobody's defending Disney right now. None of, none of his base is. Um, no, it's a corporatist you know. defense. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, no, this. so you're saying this corporation should be able to make its own government and rules? Exactly. And, you know, they're ha- holding hands, you know, with the whole drag queen thing. Mm-hmm. And, and Bud Light, you know, you know, I'm sure DeSantos is going to throw that out, out there. And just as you said, you know, the vaccine. A whole lot of Trump folks don't like them vaccines, right? You know, and he defends it all the time. Now he's 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 been quiet on it, but there's a lot of tape on him saying, "What well, you know? I got those vaccines out there, and guess what? None of Trump folks took those vaccines." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I am curious to see how it plays, Jimmy. I appreciate the call, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I I, I don't know. We're and that's why I say like we have a lot of time. I'm a patient person. I'm going to wait and see what happens. Take a wait-and-see approach. Oh, hey, real quick, before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Um, Got a message here. Let's just read a couple of the messages to Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. Your emails. I do have a couple more audio clips I can play 
uh, from last night. So this one is from Scott. Uh, So I voted for him twice, and if he is the nominee, I will again. But I have to say the, quote, Trump way of insulting and attacking those who disagree or oppose him is growing old for me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you suggesting that insulting people is not the best way to get them to vote for you? Hmm. Interesting. I heard, (laughs) I think that's a very fair point. And it like, it was one thing when in 16, you had all these different people in there and Jeb Bush was in there too. And I mean, come on. Nobody really wanted Jeb. We all, everybody was like, we do not need Jeb. Please clap Bush. Okay. We do not need him uh, to be the nominee. And everyone's like, dude, really? Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, or actually VP Bush, Bush, President Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Clinton, and Bush again. Like, these are going to be our options. No, we don't want that. And he was, as Trump called him, low energy Jeb. Like, and the, the irony being that Jeb's campaign slogan was his name with an exclamation point. Like, the complete opposite of what he exuded on the campaign trail, right? That's why I would always call him Jeb, <laughs> because that's the way his, that was his, his campaign slogan. This idea that you were calling out to Jeb as he's, you know, really far away or something. Please clap. So Trump's way of insulting and attacking people who disagree, it's growing old for guys like Scott, who writes in. He says, I heard somebody make an interesting point the other day. It was probably me, Scott. I'm just going to throw that out there. But that uh, if Trump is reelected... He'll be sort of a lame duck president because he can only have four more years to undo all of the crap that Biden has screwed up. The economy, the border, the energy independence stuff, all of it. That's a very good point. I did not make that very good point. But let's pretend I did. No, that's a very good point. He is going to be a lame duck. Yeah, he's because he's term limited. So he's got to get done in four years. And so that means everybody is going to be running against him for the entire four years, much like they will be against Biden, right? They're going to be, but everyone's going to be trying to maneuver and, and, you know, paint themselves as not him on all of these things that he's going to try to do. I'm beginning to think that I would rather turn the page and go with DeSantis. If I recall, you didn't or won't vote for Trump, but if it's Ron, would you? Um, it's still a long way away, but at this point, yeah, I think I would. He may be the first he may be the first major party candidate that I ever vote for for president. DeSantis might be. But I don't know. I think there might be. Tim Scott might be. I don't know. I still haven't done, like, any real research on any of these guys. I mean, I heard some people, some talk show hosts, they're already endorsing candidates. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I don't endorse candidates. I will tell you if I vote for somebody or if I like a particular person and in, you know, in, in these races. But I'm not telling, I don't tell people who to go vote for. Your vote is your choice. My vote is my choice. Um, and I don't think any I don't think any less of people for choosing to vote the way they vote. Well, except for Democrats. I vote for a No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just a joke, people. Come on. 
All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. Trump in that video was using the number, the, the total number of deaths. He wasn't using it per capita, which is how Florida ended up three and New York four. But, you know, details. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, let's go back over here to the phones and let's get David on. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm Love good. Show. Thank you, sir. Love What's going show. on? You're always uh, entertaining and informative, so I really loved your show. Well, I try to strive for at least one of those two. Oh, you get you get both all the time. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm not going to agree with you on the Ron DeSantis-Trump thing. So we agree on a lot of things. But I think uh, Ron has, has made the biggest political mistake of his career getting in this race. You know, I like the guy. I mean, I would have voted for him in the, in the next presidential election. I think there's a lot of people in Florida that are thinking, hey, we, we voted for you for governor. You've got supermajorities in the legislature. We could really fix Florida for the next 20 years with some of the things that you can get through. And now, instead of doing that, and this is why Republicans shoot themselves in the foot, right? Instead of doing that, you're going to be off campaigning and not focusing on fixing and, and really solidifying what, uh, what Florida could be. So I think he's upset a lot of the Floridians that way. Maybe not a lot, but, you know, at least a few. Right, but we do you live in Florida? Are you a Florida voter? No, but I, I, I live part-time down there. Okay. So, yeah. But so if you're not a registered... I'm a North Carolina, I'm a North Carolina voter. Gotcha. And I just, I just think he's, he's not going to win this, this, this Republican nominee. I mean, there's no chance. I'm a big Trump supporter. I'm going to vote for him again. I'm probably... Well, I can tell you pretty assuredly, uh, if Ron does win, I'm not going to vote for him in the general. And I think you've probably got 20%, 25% of Trump supporters that are like that. And it's, it's, it's a loyalty thing. It's a long-term strategy thing. It says, hey, you know, um, what they did, if you think what they did to Trump, the powers that be in the government and the media, was unfair, and I think, you know, case can be made, he wasn't treated very fairly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. You've got to put him back in office. Otherwise, they're going to look at each other and go, well, you know what? We at least succeeded in getting them out. Right, but so all right, David. Let me so let me throw this at you. Maybe Trump is not the one to get vindication or vengeance for himself. Maybe oh, Trump he is. He is. Why? He's the only one who can do it. How, all right. What in his, what in the last six years indicates that he knows how to work the system? The well, system ate him up. You, you just hang on, hey David. You yeah. just made the point. You just well, you made the point that they did. No, I know, but you just made the point that that he. Uh, that he was treated so unfairly, right? And that I assume that that led to his defeat as well, right? All of the things, all the powers in the deep state, all of that against him. And that so what that indicates to me that they ate him up and spit him out 
but now he's he has learned something or I don't know that there's some new dynamic that he is now going to be able to implement or utilize to change the course that he wasn't able to utilize before. So explain to me what changed. Well, I think his experience in his first four years, he now realizes, I mean, I think he, he saw some issues before, but he didn't think, and I don't think America thought that our government was this corrupt and the people that were running the show were this control freaked, power hungry. I will, I will, I would like to destroy you in America just so I can keep my job and keep my power. Right. Well, I think that's fair. Uh, No, I agree, David. I didn't think that, I didn't think that the rot was so endemic. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and so I think Trump came in, he appointed people that, you know, were, were people that the Republican party even said, Hey, you know, these guys are good. And they, they weren't good. You know, they didn't do the job. They didn't fight for what, what needed to happen. They didn't clean house. And I think Everybody knows that whoever gets in, hopefully to save this country, we need to really clean house. I mean, we still have an FBI director in the office. So DeSantis said he was going to fire him. DeSantis said he would fire Christopher Wray. Yeah, Trump's going to fire the guy. I mean, you know, I don't think DeSantis, I mean, I don't think DeSantis has it in with him, within him. To get things done, you know. Well, if hang on. Well, how can you, you say that, stuff. David? Wait, wait, all right, hang on. So, let's, I, all right, here's you know my rule, right? I talk about this often, right? Yep. Don't whiz on my boots and tell me it's raining, right? Yep. So, you, so I'm t- I'm totally fine with people having opinions about politicians that are different than mine because I don't put them on pedestals. But like the idea, like you you cannot make the argument that DeSantis can't get stuff done when that's all he's been doing down in Florida. I mean, like, to your initial comment about how, oh, he should stay in Florida and and get more stuff done, the guy signed 20 bills into law, like, two days ago. He's, he's, they've cranked out so many pieces of legislation and new laws. Um, They've destroyed the Democrat Party in there for, for 20 years. Like, I'm, I don't know how you can say that he doesn't know how to get stuff done when the record is obvious he does. I don't, I don't think he would come up with an idea called remain in mexico i don't think he would have come up with that i don't think he would have gone after the the uh the nato and said hey pay up the way trump did mm-hmm. i i don't I, I mean he can he can do stuff i mean he's better than biden but i'd rather see us i'd rather see us sink and die quickly rather than die slowly you know at the end of the day um i think but and the only one the only person even so all right so do you think that ron DeSantis has adopted uh America first principles. Do you think he's adopted Trump's sort of platform or, uh, or at least sort of an overarching ideology? Well, here's what worries me about him, right? I mean, he owes a lot to Trump and he's dis- he, he has been disloyal in this, in this. So as Trump, that's not an argument for me. Move on. No, I know he has been disloyal. He's, so as Trump, it's not an argument for me. Well, well, why would he not be disloyal to the people that voted him in? Why wouldn't Trump then? Well, Trump hasn't been. He's Trump been has been president. disloyal to virtually every single person that has ever helped him, ever. So don't play that with me. Donald Trump is really? not. D- He's absolutely. Ab- the only argument. No, hang on, David. Said, David. When he said he was going to build the wall. Right. He went after building the wall. That's not loyalty, when- David. That's not, no, you, you, you're now shifting. This is my. We're, we're going to stay focused. You mentioned a loyalty thing here. Donald Trump will savage anybody that crosses him on a policy disagreement. 
He will savage them. He will change his opinion about a policy position. He did it on immigration. Remember at the meeting when they're all sitting around the table and they're having a discussion and he's like, well, you know, maybe this thing could be on the table for the dreamers. And all of a sudden everybody's like, what did he just say? And the Republicans like, whoa, 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 hang on a second. He flips on policy. And when people then say, wait a minute, that's a different take. Then he goes after them and he starts savaging them. Right. That's what and that's why people liked him. He did anything on the dreamer. He did. Well, he eventually walked it back. But my point is about the loyalty. You're the one. No, no. You're the one. No, David, you're the one that said that DeSantis is disloyal because why he's running against Trump. Well, Donald Trump is disloyal to very many people around his him and his in his orbit as well. So like the loyalty to him is paramount. So. You can't you you can't make that argument, and at least not with me. Maybe other people will will buy into that. I do not. I do not. Well, so, I, I know I know you're kind of a never Trumper, and that's where we disagree. Mm-hmm. I know you've never voted for him. Correct. I know you never, and you will never vote for him. Probably sure not. Yeah, but I think you have to say he's been pretty loyal to the people that voted for him. And I would say I mean, then he, that the he same raised, he raised he raised wages. I would say David that's a different he argument you're making now and I would say cuz you're saying disloyal. Where has Ron DeSantis been disloyal? Where has DeSantis been disloyal to people? Where has he been disloyal to his constituents? Let me finish your attack on Donald. Here. No, no, no. David, it started with a question of disloyalty towards a man. That's where you started. I said that yeah. argument doesn't Hang on. It's I said that David David when How he, is when he ran for governor in Florida? He said he was going to do the six years. That's disloyalty. That's he, a lie. No, he right? was asked about it and dodged it every time. Uh, okay, all right. He dodged it every time. Everybody, everybody uh, knew he, he was, was going to run. And if he, he was, doesn't he win, was, he's still he going to be the governor. On the next six years of Florida. Uh, no, you just hang on, it, David. You know what it sounds. Hang on, David. You know what it sounds like. It sounds uh, like you're worried that he might win. No, no, I'm absolutely not worried. I really am not. That's what it sounds like. He might do better in North Carolina. No, seriously. I know you think that, but he might do better in North Carolina where independents can cross over. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll see a lot of that. I'm sure you'll see a lot of Democrats vote in the Republican primary because their ultimate goal is to stop Trump. My biggest thing is the government and the powers that be pushed him out. Mm -hmm. And if we don't put him back in, they're going to say, well... It was hard, but what we did was successful. So let's keep doing that kind of crap. All right. And that's I'm, my biggest argument. Okay. You. Yeah. I, and I don't buy that at all. I appreciate it, David. I appreciate the well, spirited I conversation. I don't buy it, though. I don't. Not at all. I appreciate the argument, though. Um, Democrats crossing over to vote for DeSantis in a Republican primary to stop Trump is absurd because Democrats want Trump to be the nominee because Biden is polling better than Trump. Trump is a motivator for Democratic voters to turn out against him in the general. They would want him on the ballot. All right. I hold no ill will towards people who disagree with me on uh, on preferred candidates, particularly in a primary. That's what this is all about. That's the whole point. Um, but there are things like where I where I usually end up pushing back on things is when assertions are made. All right. Let me do it this way. When people say things that they have developed into beliefs and they assert these things to me as truths that support an opinion. I go after the premise of those beliefs, those core assumptions, right? These things, these beliefs that they have then turned into pieces of evidence to support their 
opinions. And if those if those pieces of evidence are not true, that's what I go after. And so that's why when talking with David, when he said, you know, DeSantis is disloyal. And I hear this argument that because he's running against Trump. Well, Donald Trump lost. And so you don't you don't by right get to be the nominee with a clear path because you lost. There's no there's there's no disloyalty in running for the nomination right now. So I reject that. But I also reject this idea that I'm going to hold DeSantis to a different standard on loyalty versus Donald Trump. And like because I have been paying attention, Donald Trump throws anybody under the bus if he has to. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, I got a bunch of emails. Joseph says, I have no idea why DeSantis bothered to run. Trump has a lock on MAGA Mimos. I don't know. Oh, I guess uh, grandmas, <laughs> MAGA Mimos, and Boomer Con Bobs, who give him at least a 35% hard floor. He will win the nomination and then be beaten soundly this time by Biden or whoever the Dems run. DeSantis could have sat back for one cycle and came in as an undisputed favorite. Unfortunately, I think he got baited. By huge amounts of never Trump donor money, which is ironic because much of his policies are very Trumpian and even more so since he actually sees them through. Um, And look, that's a that's a fair point. The the floor that Trump has of, you know, 30 or 35 percent, whatever that is, that yeah, that's a hard floor. He's he is almost guaranteed to get it. And that's why if people in the GOP primary, if candidates don't drop out early you're going to end up with a repeat of 2016 where all of these campaigns spend so much time attacking each other. It's one of the reasons why I'm looking sideways at Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy because they're, they keep attacking DeSantis and they're, they're free to do so. I'm not saying that they, they have no right to do that, but if you're not attacking Trump as the front runner, First off, you're telling me that you believe DeSantis is the front runner, or you're suggesting that you're only in this as a stalking horse for Trump, and you are going to be there to split up the anti-Trump vote in the primary, so Trump then pulls ahead. You're there to run interference. You're there to make it easier for him. You're basically, you're blocking for him, right? You're, you're helping to dilute the anti-Trump vote in the primary. Because you think your one or two or even ten percent is somehow going to launch your presidential aspirations even into orbit, and that's not going to happen. I don't know if it will. I'm just saying, like at some point in the primary, you realize I can't win, and then it's either vanity or you're actually trying to get Trump elected. And I think that a lot of that happened in the uh, 2016 race, and we saw it, you know, unfold where you had. Uh, you know, the, the, the Jeb people going after Rubio all the time because everybody thought Trump couldn't possibly win. So are we going to see a repeat of that? But this time it's going to be intentional in order to get Trump the nomination? Because here's something else. Never Trumpers. They're actually always Trumpers because their paycheck depends on him being the guy. All right. Hey, real quick. It is estimated that more than 6 million Americans have Alzheimer's. It affected my family. My grandpa had it. New research and treatments are showing promise, but there's still a long way to go. So can you help me by supporting the Alzheimer's Association's Western Carolina chapter? The Family Dance Party Charlotte's on June 10th 
from 1 o'clock until 5 o'clock. It's at the Roxbury Nightclub in Uptown Charlotte. Go to Mix1079.com and get tickets and come bust a move on the dance floor or donate tickets to a family that's battling the disease. The Family Dance Party is presented by Jameson Realty. Again, if you can help us out, I appreciate it. Go to Mix1079.com and thank you for considering the request.